Welcome to Creatively Christian, a podcast by Theophany Media, where we inspire, inform, educate, and empower creative Christians of all types. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon Hollingsworth. On today's podcast, I get to hang out with my buddy Bob Sines, and he teaches us all about screenwriting as a Christian and what it takes to make it in the business. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Creatively Christian Podcast. This is Brandon Hollingsworth, uh, your host with the most, coming to you over YouTube and over all your podcast connections. And I am super stoked to get this guy on the podcast. I've been chasing him for months and months and months, my dear friend, Bob Signs. Hello, Bob. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. How are you? All right, so Bob, I want you and I know each other, but I want to introduce you to the gang out there in podcast land. So buckle up, everybody, because Bob's got a bio uh, just to the max. So this is an awesome bio. It's going to blow you away. Here it comes. So Bob Signs is a screenwriter and actor. His dozen plus written and produced works include Hallmark's Help for the Holidays. Rescuing Madison, Sweet Surrender, On the Twelfth of Christmas, Sound of Christmas, The Right Girl, Christmas in Love, and The Christmas Yule Blog, among others. Of note are the two faith-based films he wrote, The Farmer and the Bell, a God-centered Christmas film, and Church People with Stephen Baldwin, released uh, in 2020 and 2021, respectively, as well as his newest GAC family film for this year, Christmas 2021, The Christmas Star. He's done multiple rewrites, book adaptations, and script polishes for hire on film and TV projects for various producers and production companies. And he's also the author of the popular screenwriting book, That's Not the Way It Works, A No-Nonsense Guide to the Craft and Business of Screenwriting. We're going to talk more about this in a minute. Uh, as he, and he speaks, teaches, and presents panels at writers' conferences and film festivals across the country, including the Mount Hermon Christian Writers Conference, which is a fantastic conference. Uh, he was at the 2019 ICVM Storytellers Conference in Nashville, and recently he was uh, at in Kentucky, and he's going to talk about that, and he was also at uh, the International Film and Music Fest down in Orlando, where I was in one of his classes, uh, and learned a ton. His acting roles include a six-year run as a recurring character on the TV show Nash Bridges. <laughs> oh, <all> right. <laughs> um, Hallmark's Hall of Fame's uh, Valley of Light, Francis Ford Coppola's Jack, David Fincher's Zodiac, Finn Taylor's Unleashed, Church People, and the Village Barbershop, um, a barbershop among dozens of others. Man, what a bio. Let's just put it this way. I've, I've had, I've been very fortunate. God has been amazing. And uh, my wife says I have a Forrest Gumpy life. <laughs> well, well, that leads us right into my first question, Bob. So that's great. Tell us a little bit about how this Forrest Gumpy life began in terms of your career. You touch on it a little bit in the book, but, but tell our listeners. I was a stage actor uh, who got paid from the time I was about 16 till the time I was about 22. I was in the middle of a run of a musical in San Francisco, about a year run on a musical called The Fantastics, where I had the, one of the lead roles. And I met my wife, or my, my soon-to-be wife. <laughs> and I had to make a decision. Do you be an actor or do you have a family? Because you 
you can't be both you can't do both <laughs> very hard to do both <laughs> it's, it's not sane to try and do both yeah. so i um i decided to uh not be an actor anymore and i went into a completely different business and did very well i got uh, i was in the wholesale furniture business and did extraordinarily well and then when I saw the business collapsing um, about the time I was turning 40, not because of me, but because the industry was changing, because there was a whole new generation of people coming up that didn't care whether they had furniture or not. <laughs> and and it, it destroyed the furniture industry as, as we know it. And, um, and all those big retailers that used to be giant furniture, like the Levitts and all these guys, they all went away because mm -hmm. the furniture industry changed. And I saw it coming and I kept telling them it's coming. You guys got to be Ikea. You guys got to do something different. And nobody, you know, I was just, who are you that we should listen to you? So <laughs> I, uh, I, I decided, I, I told the company I was working for, I said, if you're going to be out of business in six months, in a year. And, and uh, they said, um, go away. And I did. And uh, I was wrong. They were gone in six months. But I went to my wife and I said, you know, we got some money in the bank. I think I want to be an actor again. And when, when I uh, picked her up off the floor, she <laughs> said, okay, is this something you really want to do? And I know you were doing it when I met you. Um, take a couple of years and see if you can do it. If you don't succeed in a couple of years, then we're going to have to figure something else out. And uh, she had a great job. She was a nursing administrator at Stanford Hospital in oncology and, uh, and a tough job. I mean, a really tough job. She's a scientist. I'm not. And um, I went, uh, I just, God just said, okay, I gave you this talent. How about uh, I give you a bunch of work and get you your Screen Actors Guild card and get you doing all this stuff so you can prepare for what you, I really have in mind for you which is screenwriting, which I found out I was a way better screenwriter than I ever was an actor. I mean, I have a range, an acting range of about this. You get me in there, I'm just phenomenal. But, you know, outside of that, you know, not so good. And, um, and so I still act. I still, every once in a while, you're going to watch some movie sometime and go, wait a second. That's Bob. <laughs> Um, and, and, um, and it'll be like that. It'll be gone in a second, but, but, um, it was fun and I enjoyed it and I still enjoy it. I mean, I still enjoy if I get in front of a camera, I'm very comfortable in front of a camera. I don't care whether a camera's there or not. And I, I can, I can inhabit a character if I have to. And so, um, it's, it's, it's a, uh, it's, it was a wonderful thing to do, but I knew it wasn't going to be a career and I wasn't going to make a lot of money at it. And I was on a TV shows on a show called Nash Bridges for six seasons. And Don Johnson was nice enough to let me learn how everything worked. I went to him one day and said, how does everything work? And can I watch and see? And he said, sure, that's how I learned. And so he kept me around for six seasons and I, I learned as much as I could. And while reading the scripts, I thought, I can do this. And I found out I could. And, uh, and I now, and since that time, it's, uh, it's been 25 years, but I have 17 produced films, 
with my name on the screen as writer. And which, is, which is a big deal, by the way, <laughs> for our listeners. That's a big deal. So. It is a big deal. That's a career for most people. I mean, I'm, I've, it's, if I never sold or I never worked or I never had another credit, it would be a fabulous career for any writer. So I am extraordinarily happy and I keep working. I have a new movie coming out on December 12th on GAC family um, uh, called the Christmas star. And it's a really good movie. I think I'm really proud of it. I, I'm, um, and so I'm looking forward to having everybody watch that it's on cable on GAC family. And uh, it's right below Hallmark on the, on your cable. Um, and I, I've done a lot of movies for Hallmark. I've done a lot of movies for, I've done movies for Lifetime. I've done movies in the theaters. I've done movies for streamers. Um, I'm getting ready to do a movie for a streamer now. I'm, I've been hired to adapt a million selling novel for a, one of the streamers. And I'm not talking about it yet <laughs> because they don't want me to yet. Sure. It's a big deal. And so, uh, so there, there is so much that we let's just say it's going to be a big deal to a, the faith, faith adjacent community. All right. Well, praise God for that. A, That's awesome. It will, be, it will be a big deal. And so I'm, 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 uh, I just, I continue to work and I continue and, and I moved from California to Nashville, Tennessee about eight months ago. And I told my agent, um, um, if I don't work again, because I'm moving out of California, that's the way it's going to be. And he said, it didn't make any difference at all. And it has one bit of difference. All kinds, I've got all kinds of things going. And, um, and so I will continue to work and continue to try and do my best and continue to, you know, to honor God. Well, you know, that's, all we can, all we can do. Amen. Amen. And, and we're praying for a continued success and lots more work to come because we know you're making a difference, but there Thank is, you. there is so much we can unpack in that, just that initial kind of monologue of your history, Bob. And so I want to go back a little bit and, and camp out for just a moment on something you glossed over. And that's, you were 40 years old, right? When you decided to jump back in Yes. To this this god-given passion in your life and so for our listeners the time i was eight years old um probably i knew i wanted to be involved in movies and somehow you know i want to be an actor but everybody wants to be an actor sure. but i wanted to be involved in in making movies it was the only thing i've ever wanted to do my whole life awesome. it, it was it was just it was i fell in love with the idea of doing it and I'm just absolutely gobsmacked every time I look around at, at what I've done and where I am. And every time I go on a movie set and look around, I think, wow, thank you, God. Right. Thank you, Jesus. I mean, I, it's just, it's just to me is astounding and it's a miracle. Uh, it's, it's a complete miracle. The fact that with this face, <laughs> I got any acting jobs is a miracle. So um, it's just, it's, it's pretty amazing. So I want to, I want to, for our listeners, that's a, that's a really powerful takeaway, right? Is the fact that you're, you know, more than middle-aged, right? And you're leaving a solid career, right? And you got money yeah. in the bank and yet you're taking a risk, right? You're being obedient to this call that God has placed on your life. 
So what's what's no, it like? At that time, I don't think I I would have I would have said I was being obedient to God's call. Okay. I mean, right. I mean, I mean that wasn't. I mean, I think I was just doing what I always was really desperately wanted to do with my life. Okay. Um, the fact that that it was later on that I realized that God had opened all these doors. Uh, the way he had it, it was it was it was my 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 belief in 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 god and my the fact that christ lives here mm -hmm. was was never in question right i but my the fact that i that would god want me to be making movies i mean i that i didn't that i didn't really put together until later when i recognized the fact that these opportunities there's no other no other way they could have happened without God's God's intervention. So for you, it was a process of looking at the evidence, kind of stacking up in your life, and going. The only way yes. I could have gotten to here is is through God's Absolutely. grace. Yeah. Absolutely, awesome. Yeah. I think I think for our listeners who might be out there, they might be struggling, you know, with a big decision. Right? Do I do I leave my secure job and and take this risk that you know maybe maybe I need to move into, maybe I feel like, you know, there's something in my life where I need to go fulfill that. I think that's really good. Look at the evidence, right? Examine what has God, what has God done in your life and where are those, where is he pointing you? you know? God, God opens all kinds of doors, but he doesn't shove you through them. Right. You have to, you have to make the choice to walk through them. It's just like free will. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just like God's given us the choice of, of our, our faith or not yeah absolutely. And, and so um i just i just uh luckily i recognized that the doors that i had that were open that i was going through there was no other explanation but and now i they're obvious to me i mean they're just they're sure. just i, I recognize yeah in retrospect you look back and go oh now i get it <laughs> oh yeah absolutely I mean, I always said, thank you, Lord, whenever something great happened, sure. but I just didn't realize that this is what the, the guide was because at, at certain times of my career, I've, I've had uh, some very, very strong, uh, some very strong indications from, from God of the, some of the things that I needed to be doing. And, well, uh, and that, and that takes us to kind of the next question. So you, you laughed at 40 and you got into this acting thing and then pretty quickly you saw, well, maybe that's not the direction. Maybe I actually need to be screenwriting, which was really nothing you had ever thought you needed to do. Well, I mean, I just looked at these scripts and I thought I can do this. So I wrote an episode of the Nash Bridges and it, the, the, they, of course they weren't going to buy it because right. they, have, they have a writer's room and they have, they have their WGA writers and they had all this stuff. I didn't know that. I was too stupid to know that. And so mm -hmm. I, so I just, I said, well, you know, I gave it to him to read. And, you know, when on a movie, on a TV show, the guy waters the plants as a script. <laughs> it's everybody. There's everybody. The dolly grip as a script. And, and I'm serious. They do. And so sure. the one of the producers said, okay, I'll read your script. And he came back and said, you've got some talent. Oh. You should keep doing this. And I said, okay. And so I just kept doing it. And so, um I, I just, uh, God gave me a storytelling ability. Mm -hmm. I didn't know I had until after I was 40. And, and that, and that brings us, you know, to this wonderful tome here, which I read and thoroughly enjoyed by the way, um, and, and highly recommend our listeners out there. I will definitely put Thank a link, a link. It's to available. 
everywhere books are sold <laughs> somewhere online or in the in if, if your local bookstore doesn't have it they can't order it so one of the things i love about this book and i've seen lots of people online saying that they love about this book is that it really is a no-nonsense look at the truth you know of working in the business and that it and that you don't shy away from the fact that it's really hard work and don't expect yes. to make make a fortune right so expound on that a little bit if you could without giving the book away well i just i wrote the book because i didn't think there was anything out there that explained to people what really what screenwriting was all really all about most of the books that are out there is how to write a screenplay and sell it and be rich right <laughs> that's not true wait a second that's not the way it works <laughs> and it's not the way it works because i had i had a 12-year period between the time that i wrote my first script and i had my first produced film where i got an education like you would not believe and that education was all about what it takes to be a professional screenwriter i'm learning more i mean even now i'm learning every day more and more and more as i get more jobs and get more responsibility on those jobs and producers trust me more because of my background and my my everything I've done in the past, and then working with them before, know what I can do. It's um, it's a growth thing, you know. You start in the mailroom and you work your way up, just like any other job. But it's not easy, and it's not something. There's no such thing as an overnight success. Period. It just doesn't happen. And and and. There's a lot to the business side of being a screenwriter that most screenwriters don't understand. It's not just writing a script, writing some 90 page or 120 page script and waiting for the money to come and for the, you know, to walk down a red carpet at the premiere. Right. It's just, it's just not what happens. And so, so I wanted to write about, how it really works and how you market yourself and how you market your scripts and the, and what it's like to be a business person as a screenwriter and what the job of screenwriter is. It's actually a job. Yeah. It's not just, I'm going to write a screenplay and get it made. It's right. an actual job job. 95% <laughs> of a screenwriter's income comes from being hired to write hired to write scripts for people, hired to rewrite scripts for people, hired to adapt books for people, hired to do all kinds of things. And I've been lucky to be in, in that kind of regular every year, get hired to do stuff. Because if I had to sell my own scripts to make a living, I would be working at Home Depot. Yeah, I mean, I think, again, for our listeners, it is such a sobering fact. And it is a fact. I mean, people out there listening, they need to listen to you. I mean, I just wish I wish I could get everybody out there on the Internet to just come and sit in one of your classes and just listen to some of your war stories. I mean, and and just hear and a lot of them are in this book. So I definitely again, I recommend it highly. But to just listen to the fact that there is no fast route to success in this industry. They're just Everybody, everybody's and there's no one way. And so when you get these books that say, here's what you have to do, it's baloney because the problem is, and this is true. 
The problem is, is that everyone is going to take their own path to success doing this. There's, 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 you talk to a hundred screenwriters who are professionals and every single one of them will give you a different story of how they got there. Right. Right. Absolutely. And again, like you said, most of the work that you're doing is not working on your own ideas, which is what we all, which is what we all think, right. When we get into this industry, you're actually being, being hired to work on someone else's idea or the multiple revisions of someone else's idea, which is the really hard part. Right. Yep. Talk, yep. talk a little bit about kind that's of the, that's 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 Christmas star, the Christmas star on GAC family on December 12th. <laughs> I got a script from a production company and I looked at it and I said, it needs a lot of work. And they said, it certainly does. And they said, I said, I mean, a lot of work. And they said, what do you think of the premise and the overall storyline? And I said, I think the premise is terrific. I think the overall story, basic, very basic storyline, it could be very good. And they said, good, take this idea and rewrite the script any way you want. And by the time we got done, I had done it four times. Because each time they like your script or like what you're doing, more people get involved in the production and then more people have notes and more people want to put their fingers on it yes. as that goes. And you know about that. Mm -hmm. That happens to you all the time. <laughs> so by the time I finished the fourth rewrite, there were um, nothing left of the original script. The original script that you wrote. No, the original script that the original writers wrote. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> the maybe maybe the title. <laughs> the script I wrote continued to be the vehicle that got tweaked. Right. But right. by the time I had left some of the original original things, just a uh, few things, because they for me they worked, but they just didn't work. And by the time I got done, there was nothing left wow. except the the premise kind a a the basic storyline mm -hmm. okay and there's nothing wrong with that and some of the character names right yeah and yeah. i think i think for writers out there this is a really important you know note to take back right uh, for, for themselves is that you've got to be ready to dismantle your story i mean completely you've got to be you can't be you know, intimately connected to, or have, you, you got to be ready to kill your babies. Right. And, and, and you got to be able to take this thing apart down to its skeleton and even sometimes scrap the skeleton. Again, again, back to what a screenwriter's job is. Your job is to write what the producers want, not what you want, mm -hmm. not what you hope to have. Your job is to do the best, most creative using your creative talents to give the producers who are paying for this what they've asked for and you can do it i mean you can do it in in i mean there are things you'll fall in love with that you'll have to get rid of and there are things you'll fall in love with that you did with their notes that weren't exactly what they wanted but were 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 close enough to the spirit of what they wanted that they're going to like a lot and keep it's a, it's a give and take. It's a, it's, it's, it, you can be super creative. 
Mm-hmm. You don't have to let it see a lot of a lot of new writers or a lot of writers that don't get it. It will intimidate them rather than open them up to new avenues of creativity. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to just say, OK, you want me to do this? How can I best do this the best way possible and ensure that the story is still good right. and that the audience will still buy it? Mm-hmm. And you become, it's a creative challenge and, and you either take the challenge or you get frustrated and get upset over it. And I, I, and I think, and I, I think I, personally, I take the challenge. Right. I mean, um, on the last set of notes I got from my wife, well, I got from my, from my wife, I got from the producers, I said to my wife, here's the list of notes I got. And it was a, it's, you know, it fills up a, usually they, it, it fills up a page like right. this. Right. or two wow this is notes for that movie <laughs> the christmas star and anyway so 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 what happens is is that a lot of times i'll take the notes and i'll use 90 percent of them and i'll kind of fudge on 10 percent because i don't like them and i said you know what this time just to see i'm going to do every single note just the way <laughs> on them but i'm going to be creative with them but i'm going to give them every single note and i did and they went okay we love this <laughs> thank you and it was like you know you get this little thing right. it goes off in your head and you think okay and and i you think know, that's that's one of the and i think that's one of the things i've learned from you that is probably one of the greatest takeaways is that as christian writers one of the greatest things we can do is exemplify a servant's heart in our writing for other people. And that's what you kind of typify. And I really think that's a, one of the secrets of your success, Bob, is that you don't look at those notes as the tax. You don't look at them as them, you know, um, saying you're not talented, but you look at them and go, okay, these, this is more work for me to go do. And as a servant, I'm going to try and be the best writer that I can be for these producers. And I think that's the secret paying you for if i was doing it for no pay then i could say well i don't like this <laughs> but i don't do it for no pay i get paid i get paid well right. but the thing about it is is that is that is that it's also it's also the the way movies get made and you know producers are real a lot of these producers i've worked with and i've worked with a lot of them they're really smart and they really know what they're doing and they really know what they want in their films and a lot of times you, you do things and they make the, it makes the film better mm-hmm. or they have a problem and they have a big problem. And one of the, and the problem is in the case of, of some cases is they come back to you and say, we love this scene. We don't have enough money to do this scene the way it's written. Mm-hmm. How can we do this scene and, and do this scene with the same amount of, of whatever was in it, whether it was funny or serious or whatever it moved, whatever was in that scene that moved the story forward. Right. Okay. How can we do this and save the money that it would have cost? Right. And I, okay, that's a neat challenge. Mm-hmm. And I figure it out. That's yeah. what, that's what, that's what my job is. And, and that chapter in this book, which is basically writing to a budget and understanding budgets, it is worth the price of admission alone. I mean, just that one chapter, you could do that one chapter and I would have bought it. It's well worth it. So <clears throat> thank really, you. Really, really, really wise and, and good and good feedback. So, so I'm, I'm, it's, it's a, it's a, uh, I like the challenge. I like being able to do it. 
this book that I'm about to embark on that I have to adapt. <laughs> it's going to be a job and a half to, to, to one, make the rabid fans of this book series happy. Oops, I just said it was a book series. <laughs> to make the rabid fans of this book series happy, which will be tough. The author, who I've gotten to know really care and said, do whatever you have to do to make it work for my fans. I don't care about how I feel about it. Wow. And yeah, it's great. And and it's going to be a lot of work. And so I'm I'm headed off now to you know, I'm just going to get started on it. I'm going to figure it out and, and, uh, and it's not going to be easy. Well, if you need any help, I'm right down the road. (laughs) You take a lot of, you take pros and you take people's, you know, in pros in a book, you can talk about people's thoughts and their intentions and their feelings. None of that in a movie, you only can do what's seen and heard. Right. So if you've got 25 pages of somebody's thoughts, which are, are crucial to the story of the film, Mm Or the story of the book then you have to figure out how to take those 25 pages of thoughts and call them down to three pages of screenplay that work and tell the same story there you go yeah and that's why people who you know you, you often see people say oh well the movie wasn't as good as the book well no because the there's a lot it's a lot harder to make a movie than it is to make a book that communicates in the same way in right. the same amount of space you know it's right. just you got you got volumes of stuff you can do in a book. Well, a three hundred and fifty page book, right? And write it into a hundred and ten page movie, right? With a lot of white space. <laughs> yeah, not an easy task. Well, nope. like nope. I said, if you need some help, Bob, give me a call. I'm not down to it. I appreciate it. I I think I got this one, but uh, I know you do. I know you do. But but it's it's going to be it's going to be a um, um, it's going to be one of those jobs where my wife says, "Where where are you? Where where are you? Where did you go?" Um, I'm going to be. I'll be gone a lot. I mean, here I'll be here in my office. Right, right. But I'll be working. Yeah, you'll be down the writer rabbit hole. What's great about this office, and this is a, it looks small, but it's huge. Uh, this is a little alcove in the office. The office is big. Oh, wow. That's nice. Yeah. Excellent. And it's my house is a really strange house in that the, 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 this area of it is a third story that was meant to be like a, a separate apartment almost. For guests who could come up here, it's got everything but a kitchen. Oh wow! And um, and it's all by itself on the third floor, or the third level. Um, right. And so I just took it as my office, and that's that's what it is. So uh, it's it's my wife could have a party with seventy five people downstairs. <laughs> I would never know it. It's a self contained writer retreat. Seventy five people on the on the second floor, and I would I would never know it. And and that's a really good thing. Yeah, the only absolutely. thing I have in here is a little mini fridge, and I'm getting one of those. Yeah, a little self-contained writer's retreat in your own house. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> well, Bob, we need to wrap things up. So tell everybody a little bit maybe about where they can find you on the internet or maybe a project or whatever you want to highlight. Well, this is I'm your time. December, December 12th, GAC Family Christmas Star. Watch it, enjoy it, love it. They approach me and... 
I said, yes. And uh, I, this is a good movie. I'm, I'm really proud of it. It's really fun. It's got um, there. It's faith adjacent. They let me do some, some, uh, some actual Christian things in it. Awesome. Well, now Lifetime did too. Lifetime let me right. do stuff. Like that. If you watched, if you watched uh, Christmas Yule blog, there's a bunch of stuff, uh, Christian stuff in Christian uh, Christmas Yule blog. Right, right. I was I was really pleased with that too. So I got to give them stamps. Um, but this one is um, this one's got some some Christian things in it. And praise yeah. God. I'm really proud of it. I think it's I, I haven't seen it yet. Uh, but but uh, I really like the director, a woman named Jessica Harmon, who I like a ton. Um, so and uh, it's got some good people in it, and I'm I'm looking forward to seeing it. So, awesome. Farmer and the Bell, um, which did extraordinarily well last year, even though it was a COVID year, is going to be in some theaters this this uh, Thanksgiving time. Awesome. I- because it did so well and and so there's going to be some select theaters that has farmer in the bell saving santa land which which uh i had a big hand in writing um is uh is going to be in some theaters look for it and look for it on amazon prime it's an outstanding movie um it's funny it's fun and it's got a terrific message about inner beauty versus outer beauty and awesome. uh it's uh, uh, Jen Gotson uh, and Jim Chandler were uh, the producers and the stars, and they're fabulous, fabulous people who yes, put together a really good movie. And then um, that's that's, and then this coming next year or in the next year, hopefully, this book I'm adapting, and then I've got a couple other things uh, that I've got going. Um, wow. And then uh, Church People is on, uh, that I wrote, is on, uh, that everybody knows, has seen about or heard about. Uh Church People is out now on Amazon Prime, and you can see Church People there. And I've been, I had a big hand in writing that one too, and I'm in it. So we had, we had uh, Mr. Stephen Sebastian Shaw on the show and Mr. Thor Ramsey. So yes, absolutely. So we've got the trifecta now. So absolutely. And where can people follow you online, Bob? I know you have a Twitter. I'm on Twitter. I'm on at B-O-B-S-N-Z on Twitter. And that's basically it. I have a little, I have a Facebook presence in some of the screenwriting rooms on Facebook, but my Facebook page is my, my one for my personal Facebook page. I don't really use it. It's mostly screenwriting and mostly, Honestly, to sell books, and, <laughs> and and also there no, there's a screenwriting room that I frequent that I, there's some really good people in, and there's some really great people who really want to do this and working hard to do it. So I have the so I'm there and I help people when I can, and um, and I had I had such great help when I was learning how to do this. The the least I could do was to give it back, and so um, I really I there's some really wonderful people on that that board that i really admire well you are among them bob as well you're a wonderful person and everybody needs to definitely check out this book that's not the way it works by mr bob signs 
He Thank is you. a incredible writer and Christian and a friend. I don't, I don't, I'll be, I'm your friend and I'm a Christian, but I don't say incredible writer. I have the worst case, the worst case of imposter syndrome of anybody you've ever met. I keep waiting for the other shoe to drop for somebody to go, you know, we know you've been fooling us this whole time. So, <laughs> well, we'll just let all those films speak, speak for themselves, brother. How's that? <laughs> All right, everybody, I'm going to close with prayer with Mr. Bob, and then uh, we will sign off. So let's close with, let's talk to our Heavenly Father. So Father God, we just come before you praising your name. I thank you so much for this day. I thank you for this technology, which allows Bob and I to talk across many, many miles. And Father, I thank you for his safe move to Tennessee. And I thank you that he's finding uh, happiness and joy there and contentment. And I thank you for all of the amazing projects that you are bringing to him despite that move and maybe uh, because of that move. And we praise you for that, Father. I thank you for his friendship to me. And I thank you for his willingness to come on and speak words of wisdom uh, to our audience, to our listeners and to our viewers. Father, I just pray you will give him more opportunities to speak your truth and express his gift in a way that brings your name glory and draws more people and more souls to your kingdom. And we will be careful, Father, to always give you the honor and praise and glory for it all. And it is in the name and the matchless name of Jesus that we pray. Amen. Thank you. Bob, thank you so much for coming on, brother. And I am I want to get I want to get together soon. So let's uh, let's try and make that happen. We're not that far away from each other now. We're not. We're not. So as soon as a little bit of craziness calms down on both fronts, let's get together. All right. Yeah. Got it. Thank you. Have a nice Thanksgiving, too. You too. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody out there listening in creatively yes. Christian land. And uh, we'll have Bob back on because there's so much more we can talk about. Oh, anytime you ask, I will be here. Awesome. Sounds great. All right, everybody, this is Brandon signing off from Creatively Christian. You all have a uh, blessed day. Thanks so much for listening today. To get all the resources that we mentioned in this episode, head over to our website, theophanymedia.com forward slash Bob. To support the show and join our patron community, where you'll get extra access and exclusive content, visit us at patreon.com forward slash creatively Christian. Creatively Christian is a product of Theophany Media. You can find out more at theophanymedia.com. This show is hosted by Brandon Hollingsworth, Andrea Sandifer, Dave Ebert, and Rachel Oxborough. Our logo is by Bill Brooks. Bill Brooks and Andrea Sandifer did our music. And Jake Dobrins produces and edits the show. <laughs>